0: You're invited to Prairie Gardens Spring Open House, two Saturdays, March 26th and April 2nd. See thousands of spring flowers in our greenhouses. Choose your favorite garden wish and win it free. There will be exclusive open house sale prices, and the entire team of Prairie Gardens plant experts will be on hand to answer all of your gardening questions. Don't miss it. Prairie Gardens Spring Open House, two Saturdays, March 26th and April 2nd. Prairie Gardens, locally owned. Extraordinary gardening since 1964. Springfield and Duncan, Champagne. Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come on out and join us if you can by in person. You can also... Phone in at 217-356-9397 or text 351-5357. And you can talk to our experts, which include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Hey, good morning, Marianne. Hey, good morning, John Weisgarber. Good
1: morning, Tamara. And Mr.
0: Steve Brown. Hello. Hey there,
1: Tamara. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well, thank good. you. Good. I'm enjoying the warmer temperatures.
1: Yeah, I, I could even handle it this morning. Sure. With
0: the rain. Yeah. Yep. It's
1: going to be cooling off a little Absolutely. bit, but, uh, hey. you know, we had a A great week with some sunshine and some warm temps, and nothing sub zero. (laughs) I
2: I was just going to say, unlike last Friday, which got down to single digits in the night, but ooh,
1: unlike unlike last weekend, we have a lot of color. Oh man, yeah, you do. John just
2: brought spring into us right here in a in a basket. Isn't this awesome?
0: Just a small sampling. Pansies,
1: pansy galore, every size, shape, and color you could imagine. Whether it's a big twelve inch bowl or a hanging basket, or Big six po- packs or smaller four packs or right you name it every color you pansies could imagine every way. pansies
0: I love the yeah. the the basket of just the solid yellow pansies that's, you know
1: how much that basket is no seven ninety seven really for that ten inch basket of pansies that's just dripping over
0: okay that's impressive because that's that a would, that's a deal that yeah it it is. Is. <laughs> it's, it's. that would cost a lot more at any other time of the year except you're being nice to us now. But then you also have the one over here that has the, uh, oh well, by golly.
3: That's the viola.
0: And that's yellow. Uh, See, I thought that was a yellow and a purple mixture, but the flowers themselves are purple and yellow, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Correct.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Pretty. Wow. Stunning. Lovely contrast. And then
3: this one over here is called uh, Sizzle. It's a Frizzle Sizzle series because it's got little uh, ruffly edges. Yeah. So there's just tons of different ones
2: the purple and cream and edged in a little bit of cream and yep. splashy and just showing off
0: beautiful beautiful yep. and then
1: uh so you said
0: how much was that 7.97 $7. $7. $7. Yep. Yep. 7.97 yeah.
2: yeah
0: wow okay great
1: and if you like the fragrance um of the pansies and, and really john and i were remarking about that this morning you walk out to the greenhouse oh my gosh and the fragrance of Primarily the pansies and the primrose, but they're the things add, that add to it. But those are the ones Absolutely. that just knock your socks off yeah, out there. Really yeah, they really do. They do. Absolutely. And we have a few, speaking of fragrance, in the hanging baskets for seven ninety seven. There's not a lot, but there's a few plants of stock, which would be another cool season annual that they has an incredible fragrant. fragrance. Yeah. So lots of good stuff. We've got some herbs. John brought a sampling of them out. They're in uh, three and a half inch 4-inch pots, and they're four for 10 bucks. And there's a little bit of everything. There's both... Italian and curly parsley and sage and oregano and some just thyme and basil, a little bit of basil and cilantro. Yeah. All
2: the things you can't wait to have. Yeah,
1: four yeah. for ten bucks. Yeah. That's a heck of a deal.
3: I brought the classic ones.
1: You did yes, bring you the classic did. ones. Just you like always have a method behind your madness. T- t- you probably t- you have a recipe like the right song.
3: there. And, and it's a culinary time. mix. <laughs> <laughs> it's a culinary mix, too. That's, yes,
2: that's how is. I remember how to make spaghetti sauce. <laughs> So. <laughs> Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Is that cuckoo cuckoo, yeah. Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that little strawberry plant, is that neat? It even has a berry on it. Look at that. Is that what
0: that is? Oh you know I see it. It's not red yet, but I was yeah. only seeing the tips of the leaves because yeah. and those are on the sale for, for a, a buck
1: ninety seven. And there's some June bearing and some um, which is spring bearing and then it's some ever bearing varieties both out there. And that would be good. Wow. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit on the early edge, but uh, I'm going to plant my uh, pansies and primrose and some of that stuff in containers tomorrow.
0: Yep. yep.
3: Well, that's the, the greatest thing about when it's wet and you can't dig in the soil, you
1: can sure do awesome. some containers. A container.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, good. I think I'll take my winter containers apart now.
1: I think it's official.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm looking. And put yeah. pansies in. Yep.
0: Yes. Smell soil. Yes well, oh, you hands could smell actually, you could smell, smell earthworms this morning, oh yeah, oh.
2: i know <laughs>
1: when, when, when i when I got out here and just stepped out of the parking lot, you could just smell
2: yes, that's worms, that really, <laughs> oh yeah, really, oh yeah,
1: I did not know that gardener real gardeners smell worms
2: real gardeners <laughs> <laughs> you'll be you'll be there, honey, don't
1: worry, that's yeah. Okay. Okay, hang in there, grasshopper. Something
2: to aim for. <laughs> so we we have some dianthus that are lovely, yeah. but this is my favorite. Okay, I love the dianthus, but look oh. at that snapdragon.
1: Oh, gee, imagine that John Wisgiver made something coordinate in color.
2: I know, aren't you shocked? I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm so
1: shocked. And yellows but, and burgundies. Uh,
3: that's what's great about about snapdragon and dianthus, the annuals. Uh, they're really a little bit cool, temperature tolerant, just like the pansy. Yep. So. Okay. You get a little bit of variety other than just a pansy and a primrose.
1: So the the forecast I'm looking at, I'm seeing nothing but 32 or 33 right. for a low in the foreseeable. That's what I'm seeing. And a lot yeah. of 35s and high 30s yeah, and yeah, yeah. maybe 40 for lows. Yeah. And um, I personally am comfortable planting pansies in these cool mm. season annuals yes. uh, out to about 28 or so without any kind of protection. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for a low. Um, you could always cover them up if you're concerned yes. as you get close to freezing. And then if it gets below 28, if it gets out in the mid 20s or whatever, I'm definitely covering them up with a couple layers to hold in some heat. Yes. And if it gets down to the low 20s or teens, I may have to bring them in. Take your pot in. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's that's kind of my plan. Okay. I think Sounds it's like an excellent one. plan. Thank you. No problem. The
0: what is the Beautiful pink in the center of the cart you have there.
3: This is a cyclamen.
0: Oh. And and it's an annual. It looks so exotic. It is. a oh, beautiful. I'm trying to think of how to describe that pink. And, and I'm
1: tempted to plant of one of fish, those. Yeah. they will tolerate the cool conditions well, too. But they don't like to be wet. So this time of year, I struggle a little bit with that. But I've got a container that's enough underneath the overhang. Oh, yeah. But I think that mixed in with some of the pansies and the primrose might be be a good place because the rain, you know, say if it rains days in a row or for a week or two, uh, it could be a little bit wet just on its own. But uh, where the pansies would say, eh, no big deal. But underneath the overhang, this might be a great great addition to it.
2: And even when it quits flowering, the leaves have a... a uh, veined pattern in them. It's yes, really the pretty. The leaves so are very it's pretty. Still adding something even after. Yeah, the, the foliage. But flowers. flowers. I mean, that just continues to flower for a while.
1: And because it likes cool conditions, yeah. it'll probably flower. I would think until June ish. I was thinking the, uh,
2: late May, but yeah, June.
3: Yeah. once then, it once May. it starts to get warmer, then. Yeah.
1: And then it might take a rest in the summer, but like these guys said, the foliage would be fantastic, and then you'd start to see flowers again in the fall.
2: But you know what? Most of these are like that—the pansies, the uh, primroses—they're they're cool weather plants. And when it starts getting hot and icky, um, they say, "I'm gone." Yeah,
3: and well, let something else take over. Yeah, that likes the heat.
2: Yep. That's when you do. That's your what's
3: fun about about changing. Yes, changing it is. things up. Yep.
2: Yep. Get a couple months out of something, then you move to the next season. And
1: yeah, And it's amazing it's the, the texture variety that you have, especially when you start to throw in the dianthus and the other dianthus that's in the cart down there on the lower part that's more of a, what some of us might consider to be more of a carnation leaf, where it's a little bit more upright. That, pretty, that more, silvery blue foliage. Yeah. I love
2: that. Hmm. What a neat texture. Just look at the, the texture difference there. That's really cool. It's yes, pretty. it is.
3: Wonder what's cool about that dianthus, it's actually a perennial. So it'll come back.
1: And actually, you just solved my problem because I was thinking, "Oh, I know we have some more some annual grasses coming in this next week. Yeah. Small amount. And I really wish I had that texture for these containers. But I think I just would use that, that dianthus. dianthus will do it, I would sure get it will, what yep. I get what I want out of there. Plus, I could put it in the perennial garden afterwards. Yep.
2: I just love this this uh, candy tuft that you brought in. Isn't that great? It's really beautiful. Oh my god! And that's it's a called, nice fragrance it's too. It's called Snow Cone. It's a short. Do what and color just, are the flowers? Um, white. Beautiful white flowers. Nice fragrance. Yeah. Well, maybe not t- this morning, but it's usually a nice fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got some uh, perennials. In. And you brought up one of the hellebores, John. That's I very did. lovely. Yeah, yeah. This one's ivory prince, which is a classic.
3: That's one of your uh, most early blooming perennials there is. Yes,
2: it is. Just a classic white, creamy white, really pretty foliage.
1: So all this plant material and color is because it's starting to get the time to do some of these things in the garden. Yep. And plus we have our first Saturday of Spring Open House next Saturday. Yay!
2: Yeah, it's going to
1: be pretty cool. And
2: we'll have even more in by then. We will. (laughs) It's just, it's that time of year. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, but it's fun. Oh yeah! I mean, gosh, every
0: day is like Christmas. It's like,
1: oh! And the first truck of tropical bloomers and ferns will be in Monday, <laughs> so we'll be unloading those. So the green. I was gonna say,
0: the, Brian said something about ferns Boston and hibiscus. Ferns and hibiscus. I, it's so exciting that it's already that time. I know.
1: Someone was someone was asking me yesterday what the store looked like right now because I hadn't been in here. I said, "Well, the inside looks like we're ready for a party." for a spring party. It
2: looks like spring. And the greenhouse
1: out there almost looks like we're ready for a party. And after Monday, it'll look like we're ready for the party. totally will. So spring open house next Saturday and then the following Saturday on April 2nd. But this next Saturday, um, we've got some fun stuff lined up. We've got uh, Jessica DeGraff from Proven Winners will be joining us on the radio show. And she's actually going to be doing a presentation on air of... Some of the crazy new fun plants that Proven Winners has developed for the 2022 gardening season. Right. So our plan is to have a PowerPoint presentation with a link that people can go hit, you know, type in the link on their phone or laptop or computer at home, listen to the show, and then just see some of the pictures of these plants that she's talking about. That'll be
2: so much fun. It's going to be great.
1: And she knows her stuff so well. She's an avid gardener. Um, she's a, a couple of degrees from Michigan State University in horticulture. And has been in the marketing and growing end of uh, the horticulture industry for more than a few years.
2: She's been with uh, Proven Winners for a long time. Yeah, and and she just uh, Proven Winners has just so been so innovative in the last decade and bringing new material to the
0: uh, crazy gardeners.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm I'm one of them. But it's just it's so exciting because she's been there, seen it go. And she's right on top of all of it. So introducing us to some of the new varieties coming in the market will be really fun. She, we, ha- she has all the in stuff, too. She knows all the in stuff and the secrets.
0: Oh, okay. So that's, and from yeah. what I remember, she... they. They develop something, but then they hold on to it and really develop it and see what the habits are going to be like before they introduce something new into the market. Hence yeah. the name
2: Proven Winners. That's a
3: good
2: that's point. <laughs> part
3: of the research, yeah. They, they want to make sure that it's a, that it's going to perform the way they want it to yeah. before you introduce it into the market. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So should will be
1: on the radio doing that presentation next Saturday. And then at 10 o'clock, she's going to be doing another presentation in the store that people have to come in and see, in person at open house, and that's going to be on some gardening challenges and solutions. So I think there's five challenges that they're saying out here, and then here's some creative, a couple of creative solutions for each of these challenges. Yep,
2: that's great. So, That'll be fun. Okay, there's that's
1: always 10 something o'clock. to learn. Always and something to learn. Then we've got Sharon Erb, who's a local garden enthusiast. Uh, Fun and a great gardener herself. And she's going to be doing some demonstrations on container gardening. Can't wait. uh, Throughout the day. Uh, We've got some exclusive special prices just for that day that will be going on. So you'll be able to see those at prairiegardens.com, I think, at some point in time this week to see that entire list. We've got a handout that shows some of them uh, in the store here right now so you can see what's going on for that. And uh, we've got the entire team of plant experts will be here Ready to answer every gardening question you may have. I don't care if it's in regarding landscape design or whether it's regarding solutions uh, along the solutions wall that we've got. If it's about annuals, perennials, trees, shrubs, you name it, veggies, fruits, the entire team. So we won't be doing any projects behind the scenes in the back. We'll all be out there
2: <laughs> in your face. What's the <laughs>
1: solutions yep. wall?
2: The Products that are available to take care of problems. Oh, oh the <laughs> solutions that are available to take care of problems, not the problems that are there. I gotcha. So whether you need a fungicide or an insecticide or fertilizer, whatever. or whatever,
3: yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Pre-emergence. I didn't know it had stuff. a name.
3: Yep. <laughs> it just it, and open house is such a fun day because you get to interact with everybody. It's everybody's excited and it's just i just love to talk with people about about gardening so
2: just the the customers that were in yesterday looking at the hellebores they were so excited just yeah. to, just they were just flitting back and forth to all of them because they're not organized yet but i was oh, i don't know which one to get oh we need those let's put those there it's just everybody's ready uh including us yeah
0: yeah i bet so yeah this whole past week aside from just trying to decide which they want to put in their garden. that's the problem
2: making a decision yeah yes so i say just get them all okay
0: (laughs) you're listening to plant experts live at prairie gardens you can call in at 217-356-9397 or text 351-5357 all right so next saturday and the following saturday but only on the saturdays correct okay good only on the saturdays got it I will come just for the prices alone
1: and sure. stay for the classes. Heck yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Walk around and just be immersed in the Don't
0: you do a giveaway?
1: Oh yeah, we got that going on too. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's <laughs> when your garden wish free. So there's I think seven different options. And they're in that $800 value range. Some of them might be 900 or 1000, some might be 700 bucks. And it could be when your choice of $800 worth of any ceramic pots, for example, or it could be uh, $800 worth of conifers and Japanese maples, or there's just a a list of different prizes. You can choose which one you'd like to win. And if we draw your name, you get it. Wow. And you can register for that on the two different Saturdays, too. And we'll draw that winner at the end of uh, the second Saturday.
2: Okay. Stuff. So your
1: odds of winning are really good because we're only allowing people to register those two days, so it's not watered down. So there's not going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people entering. So nice, pretty good.
0: Okay, yeah, i have to bring my pen. No, I'm t- <laughs> <I'm> joking. <laughs> All right. So um, last week we were talking about uh, some of the early season prepping you can do and uh you were talking uh, a lot of people were asking about lawn care and you were describing what you could do and what you might want to wait on doing just yet well i guess mostly we're talking about waiting for the, <laughs> the ground to dry <laughs> oops which today i guess yeah. pretty important <laughs> and, it, and it
1: may have happened enough for some people by wednesday or thursday this last week where yeah. they may have gotten some stuff done yeah it yeah. might yeah. have been dry enough Yep. In some cases, it was way too wet still. It just depends upon the type of soil you have and right. the exposure. And yeah.
2: uh, Even in my own yard, I, f- I find differences. I can work over there, but not over there just because oh. of how it drains. So you just have to pay attention to it. It's part of learning your, your property and watching it. Okay. So, But one thing I'd like to, to add is uh, things that you shouldn't forget to do. Um, don't pay attention to your houseplants they're using a lot more water now they're beginning their growth cycle Uh so it's important to to stay on top of that this is the time of year i always forget mine and and i've lost so many houseplants between um february and april just because i i don't i don't think about them using more water and needing more nutrients that kind of thing so just pay attention to that
1: so you guys would recommend to start fertilizing houseplants now
2: Yes. Any time now, yeah, I, I yeah.
3: agree. Yes, certainly do that. Uh, and you're right, Marianne, We start thinking about oh, I'm going to do this outdoors, right? But we're you're absolutely right. We're forgetting about the the house yeah. or, or they've been kind of on coast over sure. the winter where they haven't been as actively growing. So exactly. so they now don't is the time much they're much water. Ooh, they're waking e- up,
2: even though there's a lot of evaporation indoors with the forest air heat and stuff. But uh, they're going to use more, even more, because we're still using our heat. But we're getting a lot more sun, sunlight so yeah they're waking up it's time Have fun but then you know then you're on your way past the house plants to go outdoors and work <laughs> you can just you know say hi to them and pay attention ask them what they need <laughs> yeah.
0: actually brian was saying that about ferns he loves to get the ferns when they come in and then uh, i said i don't i haven't had a very good success rate with ferns he said i didn't but then i finally learned to put one right in the path of where I walk and so when I go in and out I can't help but look at it and say oh you need a drink <laughs> exactly <laughs> out of sight out of mind right <laughs> that's great
2: <Did laughs> I know, they're, right?
1: they're so rewarding outdoors yes they I are. Mean, you can't Dorcious. put them out until closer to mother's day you know until the temperature's stabilized because yeah. you really don't want to be below 45 or 50 at night if at all possible for but a fern yeah for the ferns but um it's easy to think that these ferns now they're in 10 inch hanging baskets and again kind of can get your arms around them but they're they a pretty good size to start with. Yeah, they're really lovely. But, but realistically, they'll be, if they're growing the right spot, I'll say if you lifted the fronds up, they'd probably be close to four feet in diameter. Three and a half feet at probably. least. Yeah. Four feet in diameter by the end of the summer. They'll Easy. grow that much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they're very rewarding yeah, they, in the right spot. they
2: truly are. It's just such a nice accent, too. It just changes the whole character of your yard or your home. You know, you live. I've seen people hang several of them along the front of their house. Yes, what mm-hmm. a great look! You I know, love that it just look. just changes everything. Yeah, yes. it
3: does. That's introducing that that tropical feel in, yeah. into the landscape. Exactly. Yeah. yeah,
2: that you can't get except with
0: tropicals.
3: That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah. And Then Steve, you were you were talking about that you're already ready to plant what some
1: was it vegetables
0: getting ready to plant
1: yeah on on the list for tomorrow also i'm gonna plant uh, some broccoli and cabbage that's it and maybe some seeds some spinach and lettuce and radish seeds we'll see how how the day goes i might do some potatoes we'll see Um, we,
2: we've got potatoes, by the way. Incredible selection. Oh, yeah. oh, what, what a great selection. Uh, I don't remember us ever having so many varieties. We haven't. It. It's really neat. We haven't. Onions, garlic.
1: All that stuff's in. All, mm-hmm. all, oh,
2: even our summer bulbs, which you don't want to plant now, but it's it's way too cold. We have to wait for the temps to go up. But, you can plant the lilies. Um, yeah, maybe you could. Yeah, you That's could. exactly right. If it wasn't too wet. If it wasn't too wet. <laughs> but, you know, all those things that... that Do all their blooming, the bulbs that do their blooming in the summertime. We're coming on the time to to plant those. Now we're way past the time where all those things that are going to start blooming now, the tulips and the hyacinths. I had somebody ask for daffodil bulbs the other day. Yeah. So it's way too late for that. Yeah. (laughs) Come in 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 the, the end of the summer, beginning of fall for the fall blooming or for the spring blooming bulbs, but come in soon for your summer blooming bulbs.
0: I'm trying to think, like a canna? Would that be like a summer blooming bulb? Yes. yes. Okay.
1: There's cannas and gladiola, dahlias, oh. lilies, dahlias. Those would be the big families. But then there's some. There's lots other of color in that, in in that group
2: of of bulbs. Just One of lots my of is but those dahlia. The, Yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, elephant
3: ear bulbs we have oh my gosh the Big mammoth gigantic do, do this wolf.
2: not look like coconuts yeah. they're larger than coconuts oh that's are they yeah, yeah. Well, okay. they are <laughs> they're, I they're think truly they are <laughs> it's was, just incredible
3: i like to encourage people to to pot those in the beginning just to get them started because you have to wait till the soil temps get warmer and that just puts you a little bit behind so uh, I think you can get a little bit of a head start on it.
2: Yeah, put them in a container now. Put them in a nice warm place. How fun to watch it grow! Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> and Susan's got a nice instruction sheet typed up over there. Yeah. Plus, I think there's instructions on each of the bulbs too on the tag. But uh, so you're planting them, like if John said, if you were to do it in a container now indoors, and then play the in and out game when it's you know, above 55 or 60 degrees, have them outside, uh, and then bring them back inside when it's below 55 or 60 degrees just to let them get acclimated. Uh, but you could easily get a head start that way when it's yeah. stable outside yep. about the middle of May, and you can put it out hopefully at that point in time and forget it.
2: Middle of May will be here really quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, these are these are the largest <clears throat> bulbs that I can recall that we've had ever. What, what and, fun and does- they, they literally are the size of a football yeah. and
2: oh uh, that's better I like
1: mm-hmm. that and uh, good ins- planting instructions plant them about one to three inches deep yeah if it's a heavier soil probably closer to one inch if it's a well-drained soil you could probably be closer to the three inches deep
2: yeah what kind of soil would you recommend people use
1: just a, a high quality potting soil potting soil yeah, Absolutely. for what for what they're going to be started with mm-hmm. so indoors.
2: I, I remind people this all the time when it says potting soils for pots. If it says um, topsoil or garden soil, it's for gardens. Yep. Uh, they're designed to work in, in different situations.
1: And that's why tomorrow, even though it's so wet, I can plant these primrose and pansies and stuff like that in the containers because again that soil can't be too wet yep. to, to be workable I can't compact it right I'm not going to damage its structure exactly. in any way shape or form
0: with the potting soil
1: yeah okay. with a high quality potting soil there's chunky potting soils out there too
0: okay yes there are 3569397 is our phone number you can text 351 351- 5357 five, and we do have a couple of texts to get to here uh one says is it too early to trim brown winter leaves around the new growth of my hellebores i can see blooms starting on them how much protection do they need in the wind in the weather we are having now i say get on it right now before
2: the flowers start getting too tall and you might cut those off which i've done before oh. <laughs> accidentally okay i yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's nice to tidy that up if if it's a little bit gnarly from the winter. Um I just did that actually last week. Yeah, so, it's definitely time to so do yeah, that. For sure. And
2: and no, they won't they won't They'll mind the, sp- the weather at all. Yeah. No, they're fine.
3: You just want to be careful because there's the emerging flower spike coming up and just wanna make sure that you don't get into that down in the center. Okay. Wait, where are your readers? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look before you snip. Yep. <laughs> and then do like John did. You know, he was wearing his snowshoes just to spread the weight out so he didn't compact the soil around Oh, around the hellebores with Act- this spongy soil.
3: Well, actually, I used a piece of cardboard.
1: There you go. You really did? I did. did?
2: Oh, smart. Where there's where there's a will, there's a way.
1: <laughs> just to try and cushion a little bit. Try Gar- to spread it out. Just gardeners
0: are gardeners. Okay. Well, that's a nice little tip. All right. Here's another text. I use a lawn care company who put down a granular fertilizer on March 8th. Another company came in yesterday and did it again by mistake. They were supposed to be two houses away. Is my lawn in danger? Is there anything I can do besides keep an eye on it and contact (laughs) And contact my lawyer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd fire up my mower. I'd <laughs> okay, get ready. This person isn't going to have time to do anything but mow this. <laughs> they're going to have a very healthy lawn.
2: Oh, I, you know, I guess it just depends. I shouldn't say that this early in the season, but it probably does. Right on, now, on they're laying a fertilizer. What fertilizer? Right?
1: We don't. We don't know what they did. No. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Good. We're point. assuming that there's a fertilizer, and we're probably also assuming that there's a crabgrass preventer. Uh, or you know something that would prevent annual grassy weeds but we really don't know what they put down yeah and i would be more concerned about the dual application of the herbicide yeah than i would be the dual application of the fertilizer if that's what was even applied Mm -hmm.
2: but in any case would it be appropriate to maybe water extra
1: yes that's what i would uh,
2: make the chemical flush through
1: that's really about the only choice you know of course if we I don't know where this person lives and if they got a great rain like some of us did yesterday or not. And um, and it looks like we're going to get more rain what, Wednesday, Thursday, this yeah. week. So, you know, whether, whether I, if I got a healthy rain yesterday and if I'm going to get a healthy rain Wednesday or Thursday, am I going to water in between? Uh, maybe not, maybe, maybe but, not. But that I agree with you. That's really about the only thing you could do would be to, to try and out. dissipate and, and at least what you, was applied.
2: they know that it happened. I had a neighbor that that happened to also. But it was in the summertime. And they, they weren't um, they, they, they didn't realize it until it started the damage started showing and it was hot so it, it came on really quick. But this time of year it's cool. that's an advantage um, and, and it's raining. We're in a rainy period, so there's a couple of things in that person's uh, advantage right now. but flushing it out with water is about the only thing I can think of.
0: Yeah, that's agreed. I will agree. Otherwise it does it just burn it?
2: Yeah, like in the my neighbor's case, yeah, there were yellow patches everywhere okay. and actually had to have a whole lot of lawn just pulled up and and reseeded. So it was really not pleasant.
1: Yeah, the fir- the first thing to do would be to find out what was applied yeah, for the for the them. for the application they paid for that was supposed to happen. You know, what did that person apply get the acti- actual active ingredients, the the type of fertilizer, the rate it was applied, if there were any herbicides, yeah. what it was. And then the application that was accidentally put on by the other company, mm-hmm. you need to get the same information. Just so in case you end up do having some symptoms and showing some problems, yes. then you might better know what the damage is coming from.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I just finding out what's happened first. I mean, obviously they know that two applications was made within a week, but uh, the chemical compounds that were put down need, need to be ad- addressed. All right. And get them all out. <laughs> and get them all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, it's gonna It's gonna be green real fast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and,
1: and again, there's different schools of thoughts on early spring applications of fertilizer. And if you were to go by the recommendations from the turf grass department at the University of Illinois, mm-hmm. thus the Cooperative Extension, it would be not to apply uh, uh, fertilizer early in the spring, that you'll promote too too much of a rapid growth the plant the lawn will be a little bit more stressed so as you go into the summertime you're more exposed or predisposed to some of the disease problems that can happen with your lawn so typically they would recommend not fertilizing until closer to around mother's day after a lawn has been through its initial excessive growth period
2: I, i know a few people that could not possibly wait that long
1: you know one person really well, don't one you? One person really well. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> they just
1: gotta have that green grass growing fast. <laughs> and if you if you fertilize well in the fall, you'll still have a very green, lush. Oh, lawn for sure, in the that's the oh, yeah. best time. That's the, the the most important time to yeah, feed.
2: Yeah, for sure. Hmm.
1: So I got a contain a question from back on the container garden since I'm going to be doing this tomorrow. Yay! And these are containers that have had plants in them for. Whatever, and yes, I got my evergreens out a few hey. weeks ago out of them. So um, the soil level is a little bit low. I probably will need to top them off with some fresh soil just because having pulling things out last fall that had roots, you know, I didn't shake all the soil off the roots kind of stuff. So I could probably stand to bring the, the volume up closer to the surface. Sure. Yep. Um, yep. Would you guys recommend that I just top it off? Do you want me to change out the soil completely? Should I incorporate some fertilizer or compost? What would you guys tell me to do?
3: I always like to tell people to actually actively get in and dig dig up the old soil because you can pull out any of the debris, like the excess roots that are left, and make sure that it's draining properly. Because sometimes you can get. um,
1: Make sure your hole's not clogged. That's right.
3: You you
2: had that happen a a couple years ago, didn't you? Yeah, Yeah, I have. Yeah. And I then, I no, you know, go ahead
3: incorpor- and then s- incorporate some new but uh you don't have to totally replace it uh and then I would just add some fertilizer because you know in containers you're watering constantly and you're flushing nutrients out of the soil What kind I of fertilizer? Like. I use uh time release and that way it's in there, and then when sometimes... You, when you forget to fertilize it, uh-huh, we'll do it anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way you're, you're... And you can actually use the water-soluble
1: in addition to that, too. Oh,
2: for sure. In a container, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Well, I, would, I was going to say it just depends. How long have you had the soil in that container?
1: Three years, maybe, four years. S-
2: see, at that point, I'm about uh, in the process of changing the whole soil. Uh, in the in the container i think because it starts compacting is just it it decomposes the uh, natural materials and it decompose and it starts compacting and i found that at the bottom then you start getting clogged up you know the holes get clogged up but um, if it's just a couple years two or three years i just do what john said but if it's any longer than that i would change the whole pot maybe if i have the energy
1: the yeah. fertilizer, adding yeah. fertilizer, fertilizer is really is important, important I think. And important. as far as the fertilizer, you could do one of a couple things. You could buy one of the fertilizers that we sell out there that are marketed as a slow-release or a time-release fertilizer.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that granular?
1: It's a granular. Okay. And then you could also, if you don't want to do a synthetic, you could buy some of the organic fertilizers we have. And by their nature, they're going to be slow-release as well. And so yep. you could do either one. And some of them are going to help improve the the tilth of the soil, the composition of the soil too. Sure. Uh, so that's another added benefit to the organics.
2: And Containers always need more fertilizer than what you would use in, in, in the ground. Um, simply because it, they wash out. You you have to water more because it drains better
1: right. like it's supposed to.
2: And the uh, fertilizers just kind of wash out. So you have to pay attention to that all summer.
1: And because they're really a soilless mix yeah. they're probably not going to hold on to the nutrients as long as... It, a real soil would. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you've got that as a factor too.
2: And many of the mixes have a little bit of fertilizer in them. Not all of them. There's a few, a couple that don't. I think we have two that don't yes, some have two, fertilizer. Some don't. In
1: them. I think it's a placebo. I mean, it's it's not a placebo, uh, but it's a it's a marketing thing more than it is a that, content thing.
2: Exactly. I I was just going to su- suggest that that even though it says that it has a fertilizer in it, you probably need to add more because it's like not very much. <laughs> oh. Okay. So. Adding the, I, I I use the brand Osmocope, but there's several different brands, but mm-hmm. just mix that in. The, it, the container tells you exactly how, how to use it, so it's, it's not complicated. And
1: it's not a more the merrier. No. Oh, here's what the instructions, so I'm no. just going to do I'll more. I'll just do
2: twice as much. To
1: follow the yeah. instructions. Yeah, no, don't do that. No, and
3: especially on our hanging baskets, because there's such a small amount of soil in the first place. Yeah that it's just essential that you're adding that fertilizer
1: yep okay well that just seeing that beautiful 797 pansy hanging basket i've got a tall cobalt blue ceramic pot on the back and i think i'm just going to drop one of those right in there yeah perfect yeah
2: i love that combination yes it's Brian's put together some yellow-blue combinations in um, the store with ceramics and just different things, and just it just is so classic. It is. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's beautiful. beautiful. Yes, just such it's a beautiful company.
3: Mediterranean. Mm. <laughs>
0: yeah. In Steve's backyard, the That's Mediterranean. Right. Hardly. <laughs> so any, yeah. Speaking of which, any themes you're going to try? With your garden this year? Anyone?
1: I was uh, snooping around on some of the Proven winter stuff. And they've got, because Jessica's going to be here next Saturday again, if you didn't hear it earlier. And and some of their combinations that they have for 2022. They're just some really interesting container mixes that are out there. Things
2: you don't think about. Like, oh, why did not I think of that? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool stuff. I never once
1: have ever come out here with a recipe printed out. To pick out my things. I always pick them out by like, wow, that blows my socks off. I'm going to get that. And then put them together.
2: And and that's what gardening's about. You know, you just kind of do your own thing. I've been in gardens, and some of the garden tours I've been in have just been fabulous. These people are, there's people all over the country that are so creative. There will be people that have a color theme. Um, throughout their entire garden and you know it's, it can be in your face or it can be subtle but it's there it's really beautiful and then there are people like me i want every color in the book in my garden you yeah the a color theme no
0: <laughs> but it, you know whatever works for you that's what the gardens are about anyway but that's what popped into my mind actually nothing. when i asked the question yeah. was a white garden i think i learned oh, about that first yeah that's beautiful here, several are, years yeah. Ago. that is just, yeah. classic. just a white garden where everything is White? <laughs> exactly.
3: Especially in the evening, in the twilight. Oh, they glow. It's gorgeous. Oh.
0: Yeah.
2: A white garden yeah. with white Adirondack chairs or Ooh. iron chairs. Nice. Oh, I've just, I've seen so many beautiful gardens and that, you just brought that to my mind. I can see it in my mind right now. It was just so...
0: Wow. I can imagine it with the Adirondack chairs.
1: Yeah. In, in my picture anyway. Yeah. And <laughs> well, just, I'm just... Looking at what's over Ann's shoulder, and, and just proud that I get to work with the talented people that we have here. That I'm thinking what Jeannie picked out with that white enamelware with the blue embossing uh, floral prints on it and the blue handles. I mean, there's you, you just can't imagine. Everybody, the detail that's involved in what's exactly. been selected and how it's put yeah. together. And
2: everybody does it different and getting ideas. That's, that's the beauty about walking around here is there, like Steve says, so many really talented people. Everybody has their own take on something. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. I, I didn't know I could put it together like that. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and just some of the pillows that, John, or that Brian has put there by the display and the tabletop textiles and some of the throws. It's just a blow away. Yep. And if, if I was a cat person, like somebody is a cat person who's sitting around here on the microphone, I'd probably mention that cat pillow with the blue floral background, too. But I'm not. <laughs> with
0: the enamelware that you were talking about, I love that one of them looks like a. it could be a milk jug, or the mm-hmm. old, old large kinds. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then you have uh, some that look like it could easily be a basket, in a way, or even, like, a metal, it's a metal basket. Those are just really yeah. stunning. I, I love that look. And then the smaller, smaller baskets to go with.
1: But the, anyway, cr- the yeah. cruise just done a tremendous job yeah. of selecting items.
0: Plenty of so
3: many ideas. You know, it just triggers everywhere you look. You you look at one item and then you, your mind starts racing. And I could do this. I could put that with that. So, you know, that's what's so cool about walking through here.
2: Sure. It's spring. It's totally spring here. But just... Walking in and looking at the
0: Easter um, vignettes, yes. Oh my gosh, they're just—it's just like that's so fun. It's just, and so many things. Then you can just pick up a little bit here, a little bit there, and yeah. suddenly your house is all fresh yeah. and springy looking. That's what springs about that fresh look. Yeah.
1: No, if you wanted to jazz up a porch or a patio, just with a couple accent pieces, a couple pillows, whatever yeah. it might be, you'd be done.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You so guys good. have a lot of furniture in, too. Like, this table in front of us is new, this coffee table, and I love it. You've got a bunch of new couches and chairs,
1: and I'll just throw that out there, too. <laughs> okay, back to plants. <laughs> okay, so container gardening, I'm going to freshen up my soil. Yep. I'm going to add some new potting soil to it. I'm going to incorporate some fertilizer down. I'm going to dig down deep, remove some of the extra old roots and junk that's down there from last year's plants and make sure I'm off to a uh, fresh start. I think I'm going to go ahead and, um, after I get planted, I'm going to lightly put just a small layering of uh, shredded bark around the top. And I'm going to do that primarily just so, as these plants are relatively small, I don't have, and they're going to grow, but they're going to grow slowly, I don't have as much of the soil splashing up on the plants. Yeah. Uh, And that's really more from an appearance standpoint, uh, just to keep them a little bit cleaner. Yeah. Uh, uh, If we were to get warm, it's going to act as a mulch to, help keep the temperatures cooler and also so the roots will grow longer and also keep the soil from drying out so quickly. But I'm going to mainly do it just to keep it fresh and clean. Yep. Yep.
2: It's a nice look.
1: Yeah. It is. And because these are, these are going to be early season plants and at some point in time, whether that's the middle of May, end of May, I don't know when it's going to be. They're out of there or most of them are out of there. Yeah. And they're going to be replaced with some, summer heat tolerant uh plants are going to just perform super super well through uh september october
2: so it's interesting i love the idea of this yellow uh, pansy basket um in the center of or in the tall cobalt blue pot is that all that's going to be in it
1: yeah because size wise that opening is not a lot bigger than that i mean the opening is probably what 13 inches maybe yep. mm-hmm. or so and you know that's a 10 inch basket plus it's already spilling over so it's going to fill the top so it's you're, you're yeah. not
2: going to adhere to the nope. thriller, filler, spiller nope. idea I think sometimes uh, that is a classic look oh, yeah. but having something having a tall uh, skinny pot with just this mound of color on the top yeah. that's just perfect just yeah. a, you
1: know, just a perfect. mono exactly I
3: think the simplicity of that just makes a statement
2: it absolutely does yeah i have people ask for that i've many times oh i've got this tall skinny pot and i want to do this in it and that in it and something tall well that's a great look but man is that what steve is thinking of doing that's just really neat and so
1: easy yeah (laughs) so easy and cheap 7.97 and i've got the whole container done yeah Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: well you do have to carry it to the pot that's a little bit of effort but
1: (laughs) but it's going to be such a quick thing i'm I'm going to take the hanger off i'm going to turn it upside down with my hand there, wrap it a couple times, it'll come out. If the roots are really encircling, I'll cut them or tear them lightly, and I'll just get it planted right in there. Yep.
3: Yep. Done. Easy peasy. Yep.
2: I think that's really neat.
3: It's to gratification and beauty.
2: Okay, now I'm inspired to really get my front pots done. Yes.
1: And even if you don't want to do everything, do One. Yeah. Scratch the edge. Exactly. Yeah,
3: yeah, especially uh, at the entrance of your home or or, uh, on your porch or patio where you're going to be out there. Where you see it. Yeah. Yep. Exactly.
0: That's an excellent point. Yep. I'm just, yeah, and and I'm looking again at, in addition to the pansies, you've got the primrose, you've got snapdragons, you've got uh, violets, cyclamen. All sorts of beautiful flowers already. Look around, make you smile. All kinds of cool stuff.
1: Spring open house next Saturday. Uh, Jessica DeGraff from Proof and Winners will join us at eight fifteen on the radio show with a presentation of new plants. She'll be in the store doing another presentation at ten o'clock. All kinds of one day specials going on. Demos, plant experts everywhere.
0: Giveaways. Can't wait. Giveaways. You
1: name it. Yep. Great.
0: Well, thanks, you guys, so much. We've learned so much again. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with plant experts Marianne Metz, John Wise-Garver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer today is Dave Leak. We'll have a podcast of the show available later today at WDWS.com. Just click on Multimedia. Have a great weekend.